Hello, this is Fozzie here with The Fire and Nipfu, and please remember to silence your appliances and your phones, because we're going to be talking about movie theater tonight on Wikilickers. Yeah, stop texting during me my cinema experience. Seriously. I do like a good theater. Mm-hmm. A good theater can, I do can like really lift your theater. I do like a good theater experience all the way around. I like the popcorn. You there with your buddies. Watching a good flick. Hopefully, I'm a, a fan flick. of the cinema. Hopefully, a good flick. Hopefully. God. Well, I like to go in with low expectations. Well, that usually works, but sometimes it's like I go in. Sometimes I, I have they're even worse than your lowest expectations. I just put in my head. I say this movie's going to be terrible, no matter whatever I've heard. Right? It could be like Star Wars. I'm like this movie is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. That way, if it's a good movie, I'm like, well, it's better than I thought it'd be. <laughs> yeah. I just realized. A, some of the best parts of my life have been theaters. <laughs> I should go more. <laughs> yeah. That's fair enough. All right. Shall I? Shall I so many great experiences. Fired off files. All right. A movie theater or movie theater, also called a cinema, is a venue, usually a building, that contains an auditorium for viewing films, also called movies or motion pictures. For entertainment. Talkies. <laughs> Most, but not all, movie theaters are commercial operations catering to the general public who attend by purchasing a ticket. Oh, my God. Run-on sentences. Mm. Now, I would like you to give me at least one or two of your favorite parts about a theater. Oh, popcorn. I'll tell you one of mine. Popcorn. Popcorn's up there. Popcorn is definitely up there. Uh, Air conditioning. Ooh, that's a good one. You got some good air conditioning in these places. Mm -hmm. That's true. I like being closed in darkness alone <laughs> while experiencing a journey in another person's mind. Speaking yep. of alone, some of my favorite times to go to a movie are when it's in the the town the downtime. No one wants to go there. Yeah, like twelve p.m. That's good. Yeah. yeah, I like a good empty theater. A good empty theater can empty really because then you could just sprawl out that, all over the chairs. That's what I was saying, thinking about when I was saying that earlier. I was like, "That's such a great feeling." Like when everyone else is at work and you're just going to a theater by yourself, you feel like a king. You feel great. Yeah. Like, I own this place. Especially when the... Uh, For the next 76 minutes. I find it hilarious whenever they have the the, uh, the custodian come in and he checks all the chairs and everything and it's only you in there. It's like, yep, I'm doing this. Do they still yeah. do, they still do that? Uh, yeah, some movie theaters. Gotcha. Yeah, I need to go more. Agreed. Well, they need to make more movies. Mm-hmm. Movies need to be made faster. Yeah, get on it. Hollywood and other places. All right, well, uh, the film is projected with a movie projector onto a large projection screen at the front of the auditorium where the dialogue, sounds, and music are played through a number of wall-mounted sneakers. Who wrote this wiki? (laughs) First off, we know... There are so many apostrophes. We know what a movie theater is. Yes. Right? Does it require a million apostrophes? It's in place. Let me read this as it's the film projected... With a movie projector onto a large projection screen at the front of the auditorium while the dialogue, sounds, and music are played through a number of wall-mounted speakers. Since the 1970s, subwoofers have been used for low-pitched sounds in the 2010s. Most movie theaters, they don't know how to use apostrophes. Well, it's the crowd-created encyclopedia known as Wikipedia. It happens. 
Yeah, give him a, a little break there. Wiki needs to stop demanding my money if they want me. <laughs> oh <my laughs> if this is going to be the user experience. <laughs> up to your quality oh. standards. Yeah. So it says, in 2010s, most movie theaters have multiple screens. The largest digital... Wait, did I skip all that? 2010, most movie theaters are equipped with digital cinema projection. Removing the need to create and transport physical film print on a heavy reel. That, that probably really helps them out. Probably so. They probably can get maybe higher definition. Maybe that's not maybe. true. I don't know. They probably save a lot of money. They probably save money doing that. <clears throat> yeah. Less shipping, more downloads. Meanwhile, they've only gotten more expensive. Can we hook into <laughs> their movie repository? <laughs> oh, when the day that happens, it'll be madness. All right. So you got a movie theater story for us. Oh, boy. <laughs> I made a terrible mistake once. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's the time I was there. You were there, in fact. <laughs> so we're all going in to watch this movie. I forget what movie it was, but it was a semi-serious action flick. <clears throat> well, I'd like to uh, confess something real quick. Uh, we're pretty notorious for sneaking in candy. Mm-hmm. We're very notorious. Well, we're not notorious for it because no one knows we do ah, it. Yes. We're notorious amongst ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so we sneak in all this candy. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get some of those little, uh, what do they call sweet tarts? The little ball versions? Mm-hmm. The tiny yep. ball. Well, I picked the wrong bag. I'll <laughs> let you know that. I don't know if it was the bag's fault. Because I was sitting there trying to quietly open this bag in the middle of the movie theater. There's stuff going on. And I'm like, it's not opening. Let me try a little more force. It, Not working. Let me try a little more force. Well, no, you jump straight find, to all the force. I no, I got to that point where I was like, okay, oh, it's opening, and then well, you're opening the bag wrong, and then I didn't lay out the force, and it just you don't pull it apart it <coughs> from the sides. I tried this mm. as well, but I couldn't see anything, mm. so I couldn't find mm. the tab. Mm. You did it wrong. So what happened? All of the little balls, well, most of the little balls went onto the ground. Okay, so instead of opening the bag, he essentially exploded the bag open. <laughs> you ejected your candy into and the general all of, area. all of these little candies are just like, <laughs> like it was like a waterfall of sweet tarts. And throughout the whole movie, every time somebody like slightly moved or fidgeted, you hear that well done. It was terrible. The entire movie. <laughs> By the way, I got zero sweet tarts. You didn't reclaim them? In. I wonder what the people in front of me thought whenever they'd move around. <laughs> you peppered them with. <sighs> that, that was more entertaining sweets. than the movie. I will say yeah. that. I don't know what we were watching, but that I remember this. I think we can't remember what we were watching because it was overshadowed by the fact that we had <laughs> I, I the, couldn't enjo- stop laughing. the pure enjoyment of the little sweet tarts just slowly. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Way to go. We need to like train you how to open candy. I know how to open candy now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned you from learned. my mistakes. Right, what about you? What's your movie theater story? That was my movie theater story. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Aaron? Or I have, I have a story that's uh, sort of similar. Um, 
it's a story of a date that I went on where I realized I was outclassed. Ooh. And uh, the young lady um, was, she was a boisterous lover of life. And uh, she brought a 40 ounce to the theater in a purse. So, similar to your sweet tart story, at some point, this 40 ounce got set on the floor and kicked over and rolled slowly <laughs> to the front of the theater on the downward slope. <laughs> Every so often, it makes that sh- 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 kind of glass <laughs> on concrete. Every so often, hitting the the pillar leg of a chair, it would yeah. go clink, <laughs> and you'd be like, "Okay, it's over." Because I'm nervous. She's not paying attention. She doesn't. She's she's fine with it. I'm not. I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> and it would start up again, clink. <laughs> so the punchline of the story is, you know, all that it ended, and then I was like, "Okay, fine." And then I kind of forgot about it. Well, at the end of the movie, we start to leave, and I know she's going the other way, and I'm like, what's the deal? She goes and finds the beer at the front of the theater and finishes it off. <laughs> and it throws it away. And I was like, I was, I was like, wow. <laughs> anyway, that's my... She, so the whole time she was tracking its position. <laughs> Apparently. She was using echolocation <laughs> to find it. I think so. Why don't we do that for the candy? Uh, I guess that, because it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, drinking beer in the theater. <laughs> uh, my sister always sneaks in like a little bag of hard liquor. Rum runners. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so you drink half your soda, and then <laughs> and it's not like this. It's it's not like it. Everyone knows because it smells real bad as well. Oh my gosh! So she'll bring out like a half full thing of Coke, <clears throat> dump it all in, whole front of the movie theater. I'm gonna give. I'm just gonna give her the go ahead to do this. <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think it depends on the theater, the time of day, what you're watching. But and this I'd was say like, go for this it. Is enjoy usually crowded times, like people are bringing their kids to movie theaters. <clears throat> so your whiskey sodden sister, yeah, <laughs> just emitting her fumes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I want to proposition to you guys. That maybe Americans are a little reserved in their movie watching. How so? I, I say this in comparison to having watched movies in foreign lands um, where cheering occurs during the movie. Oh, it used yeah. to be like well, that, but I mean, now you can't. That stuff depends doesn't fly on where anymore. you go. Because sometimes you run into a certain crowd at the theater that's yelling at the screen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially during like a horror movie. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't been in a lot of horror movies, but there you go. It's like, oh, don't, don't go in there. Yeah. That's a mistake. Yeah. You're, you're going to die. Yep. Yeah. The, the, they're all, I mean, that that's kind of fun to me. It was really interesting to. Yeah, that thing's fun. Yeah. The villain, they'll be like, boo. <laughs> no. And then, like, the heroine will come out and be like, yeah. And they'll be like clapping. And I'm like, they can't hear you. <laughs> um, but I don't know, add an extra energy. I don't know. I mean, when I, I like to enjoy. A good, quiet. I want to enjoy the movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that seems to be our default Anglo North American response. Is like get well, inside we're ourselves. We're not there to hear other people commentate. Yeah, if we did that, we could go watch a review or something. We just well, we're they're not commentating. They're they're emoting. They're having a shared experience. It's not just me on the inside, isolated in that dark room. How much we like with the air conditioning. They're like it's a it's a, but it's a my group favorite, event. My favorite thing is an empty theater. Well, I'll I know. Tell you, I, I'll I, that's tell what I'm you, saying. There's a, there's a, there's a different part. Know. Part of the experience I like about a movie theater, 
I do like an empty theater, but sometimes I enjoy sharing an experience with somebody. Mm. It doesn't necessarily have to be somebody I know. For example, punchline hits on the screen. I'm going to laugh, and everybody around me is going to laugh. And I enjoy it more because there are more people laughing with me. Yeah. Hmm. I'll just point that out because it was Maybe such a pronounced. Maybe it's just that. But if so, it's just people talking through the whole movie. Well, talking through the movie is a different thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's probably just rude. Mm. Yeah. But there's a, there's a pronounced difference between that isolation versus shared. Okay. I was thinking you you talk about people <laughs> who are just over there screaming and talking. and. The, I mean, the talking is like, get them get them or no or whatever that kind of thing we have a we have a theater here in town that's like an older theater that only has one screen Mm -hmm. and i think people still sort of engage in that yeah absolutely i actually try to hold it down i always sit at the front (laughs) so that if i stand up and cheer you know maybe i get the crowd going they usually ignore me Uh, you're a crowd starter i try to be a little bit just to keep the tradition going yeah in our city all right, well, shall I read the next section? Well, actually, I want to skip ahead. Oh, yeah? Because we, we know what a theater is, right? Way too. Well, I'm going to skip ahead to history. Ooh. And the first thing under history, it says magic lantern shows. That caught my eye. All right, so the earliest precursors to movies were magic lantern shows. Magic lanterns used a glass lens, a shutter, and a powerful lamp to project images from glass slides onto a white wall or screen. These slides were originally hand painted. Is it, so is it saying these are these are stills? I think it's stills. That's interesting. Maybe the light, maybe a little bit of a flickering movement effect. But mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So the invention of the Argand lamp in the ni- in the seventeen nineties, limelight in the eighteen twenties, and the intensely bright electric arc lamp in the eighteen sixties increased the brightness of the images. The magic lantern could project rudimentary moving in images. It's probably the flickering of the light that was doing that. Yeah. Uh, which was achieved by the use of various types of mechanical slides. Mechanical slides. Oh, okay. That's cool. Typically two glass slides. One with the stationary part of the picture and the other with the part that was to move. Would be placed on top of the one another and projected together. Then the moving slide would be hand-operated, either directly or by means of a lever, lever or other mechanism. So this is funny, trying to picture this, I guess. Just some guy gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a bunch of people hanging out, like, oh, look, it's a picture. It's, yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of moving. In the 1820s, I can't imagine they had too many pictures. Yeah, I guess that's why I call it magic. Yeah. I wonder... I've never heard any stories about someone who had that job. Like they painted those slides. They must have painted them on glass, I guess. Yeah, I think that's what it's saying. That's pretty cool. I'm more, I want to know about the people who actually had to operate this thing. Like if they have to hand operate the one slide so it moves, they're just over there jiggling it. Yeah. They maybe made their own versions. I don't know. So it says magic lantern shows were often given at fairs as, or as part of magic shows. A Magic Lantern show at the 1851 World Fair caused a sensation among the audience. And Was the sensation like one guy clapping? <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, the next part is silent films. You want to take that? Ooh, silent films. Let me, let me find this. Yeah, it's right under history. Silent Films. Ooh. Uh, there is a the nice next significant step towards movies was the development of an understanding of the of image movement. Simulations of movement date as far back as the eight as to 1828. That's pretty far back. When Paul Roguet 
and discovered the phenomenon he called persistence of vision. Ooh. I don't wow. know. I'm going to wiki like that. Well, I can tell you what it is. Oh, yeah? I, I think I can tell you what it is. <laughs> Go ahead I, and wiki lick it. Oh, you sure you don't want to take this? Take the challenge. All right. So my understanding of persistence of vision is where light is moved, and the movement of the light creates an image. So when the light is stationary, it just looks like a light. But when you move it, it looks like an image. Okay. All right. Well, on here, it is persistence of vision refers to to the optical illusion whereby multiple discrete images blend into a single image in the human mind and believed to be the explanation for motion perception in cinema and animated films. Hmm. Like other illusions of visual perceptions, it is produced by certain characteristics of visual systems. Sounds uh, like a much more articulate way to describe that. Well, I think what they're getting at is if you see, if you draw a frame of one guy, you draw a leg of his arm out, and you keep repeating that, you just have a... uh, Right. You repeat those two frames over and over your fast bra- enough. Your brain interprets start, it. Yeah, and it'll start connecting to pieces. Right. Um, I think your eyes see like 60 frames per second or something like that. I believe so. And most videos you see are, I think, around 30. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're saving uh, frames. Which makes, the, Which makes the file size smaller or whatever. Less, less film, whatever right, it may yeah. be. But that works. Because your brain fills in the gaps, yeah. There you go, okay. All right, well, Roget showed that when a series of still images are shown rapidly in front of a viewer's... Blah, 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 we just got to that. I'm going to skip ahead. From 1894 to the late 1920s, movie theaters showed silent films, which were films with no synchronized recorded sound or dialogue. It's interesting that... Well, I can tell you now, Charlie Chaplin films had a bunch of jazz music all throughout them. Heck yeah. Yeah. It's... It's interesting that um, I usually think of anything to do with vision or sight to be a higher cost technologically than audio. You know, I mean, we had telephones before we had TVs. It takes less data to transfer a voice file than an image file. Mm-hmm. But what you're describing is that they had movies before they had sound for movies or at least recorded voice sound. Well, yeah. uh, they had mm. recorded music, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The voxophone or whatever it's called. Yeah, or So they had recorded music. The challenge is putting the two together. Oh, it's the syncing. Right. So they could probably record voices. And as he's saying, they had like jazz music playing. But the, if, if the voice is too far off of the lips moving, it just kills it. Maybe. Probably mm-hmm. so, yeah. That's interesting. What? Plus, they'd already had a tradition of just showing images and people being happy with that. Why right. do you need to talk? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that had been going on 100 years now or however, however long. It's not like they had this this magic box called a TV. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, what do you got next? In silent films for... Inter- <laughs> That's a terrible place. In silent films for entertainment, the dialogue was transmitted through muted gestures, which mime in title cards, which... My okay, through moody gestures, mine yeah. and title cards had a brain fart there, which contained a written indication of the plot or key dialogue. The idea of combining motion pictures with recorded sound is nearly as old as film itself, but because of the technical challenges involved, 
Synchronized dialogue was only made practical in the late 1920s with the perfection of the Audion amplifier tube and the introduction of Vitaphone system. Wow, nice. So during silent films, a pianist, theater organist, or in large cities, even a small orchestra would often play music to accompany the films. Pianists and organists would either play from sheet music or improvise, and orchestra would play from sheet music. That's pretty cool. That is kind of cool. I was, that I was, sounds like something novel that we could have nowadays that people would just eat up. <laughs> what, a silent film? A silent film with a live orchestra playing over it. It would be cool to watch a movie and have like an orchestra playing the soundtrack as you're watching. Yeah. That does sound fun. I, I kept thinking, why not just have people read the lines? But that just would probably make the experience too like why not disjointed or something. I don't know. And then also I was thinking, why not just watch actors who can actually talk? Which, But I guess that's expensive to, mm-hmm. to, to, to get a theater plus... I don't know about you guys, but I tend to like movies better than theater. Hmm. I, I don't know. Well, it was production value. <laughs> yeah. CGI. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's true. You All want right, to well, take talkies? A talkie or sound film is a motion picture with synchronized sound or sound technologically coupled to an image. As opposed to a silent film, the first known public exhibition of projected sound films took place in Paris in the 19... 19- 1900. But decades passed before the, mo- before the sound motion pictures were made commercially practical. Re- reliable synchronization was difficult to achieve with the early sound on disc systems. Oh yeah, this is what you were talking about earlier. And amplification and recording quality were also inadequate. Innovations in sound on film led to the first commercial screening of the short motion pictures using the technology which took place in 1923. Pretty interesting. The primary steps to the, the uh, in the commercialization of sound cinema were taken in the mid to late 1920s. At first, the sound films incorporating synchronized dialogue, known as talking pictures or talkies, were exclusively shorts. The earliest feature feature length movies with recorded sound included only music and effects. The first feature film originally presented as a talkie was the jazz. Oh my God, this is so long. Can can I skip ahead? We get the point. Well. Uh, <laughs> Just think about it at the time. They were, they were probably like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that was a hit. Mm-hmm. The first, you know, movie with voice in it. That was probably stunning. It, uh, Apparently it, in Japan, they actually did the thing where you were talking about where I was just about to say that. It says, uh, oh, wow. where the popular film tradition integrated <laughs> silent movies with live local vocal performance. Taking pictures were slow to take root. Talking pictures were slow to take root. In India, sound was the transformative element that led to the rapid expansion of the nation's film industry. Okay. Bollywood, brah. <laughs> well, India was specifically what I was thinking of with the theaters that are really vibrant as far as people responding to the, you know, cheering and all that. Hmm. The next section talks about design um, and... Several things in here. You want to get that one or well, the there's, next one? there's a lot in here. I could just kind of. Everyone knows how a, a movie theater is designed. There's always more than meets the eye. Not True. sure that we should read all of it, but. Well, they talk about megaplexes and multiplexes. That seems to be different screens. 
uh, dual screen theater and capable of converting into a two different movies simultaneously. Hmm. The drive-in. Those are fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. When they uh, work. Well, yeah. Well, have you been to drive-in? Yeah. Okay. They not work sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they have technical issues. Because it, it's, it's like just, old equipment. Yeah. I've got a um, feature for you for theaters. The uh, the side door that goes to the weird alley. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. Like you that's can the go smoking out of alley. It. You can you can let your friends in that door. You can leave through that door early. I don't know. I got a trick for you. Uh, it requires a full day, uh, but you can go buy one movie theater ticket, and when you're done watching that movie, just walk on into the next one. Yeah. No one comes out to get you. You already paid admission. <laughs> you're admitted. You're admitted. Unless you walk past that line. You can watch all the movies at once. Oh, dang. Go from spot to spot. Now, it's a little challenging just sitting down that long, but... The problem um, is, you, ha- you if you need to kill it a day... Well, there's a good chance you're going to be going from... So, you're only going to see, like, the first... There's the second two-thirds of Ghostbusters. Then you're going to go watch, like, the first half of Alien. Maybe Then you so. go back and watch the other third of Ghostbusters. <laughs> and you're gonna, well, you piece it together as one movie. As, a, <laughs> as the day goes on. In your head, yeah. Yeah. I was specifically thinking 80s oh, I hope you I don't leave used. on a cliffhanger, because then that's a half an hour to an hour of pain. Yeah. And then you end up, like, in a movie like Beaches, because it's the only one you haven't seen. Yeah, kind of different. Yeah, you you do run out of the good ones. There's only a few good movies out at a time. Do you guys ever go watch, you know, non, um, blockbuster movies or whatever you want to call them? Like, do you ever watch art films? Not really. Have I'm not something I do frequently. Yeah, just checking. There's there's a place in town that does it. The Criterion. Mm Yeah, I mean, I've seen some really good stuff in there, especially like sci-fi that's kind of off the beaten path. Yeah. It's fun. It's good activity. Uh, let's see. It talks about... It goes straight from drive-in to 3D. Uh, we know what that is, right? I've got a bone to pick with 3D movies. You know, yeah. It takes me like a good 30 minutes to adjust my eyes. Well, first of all, as a dude with glasses, 3D movies are terrible. Okay. I hate them. It's <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> What's your strategy, in front or behind? <laughs> I Usually the 3D glasses are bigger, so I stick them in front. That way I can actually... Right. I don't have like a small lens area that I can see that isn't blurred. Have you ever considered buying a lens change-out kit for your actual <laughs> glasses? I do not go to the movies that much. <laughs> what, what about just like a hang over the front, kind of like the sunshade adapters? <laughs> or just get like prescription 3D glasses. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me tell you, I saw a kid walking out in the real world at a mall, I think. He was wearing 3D glasses, the, the good old-fashioned kind, oh, the yeah. red eye, blue eye. Yeah. And I thought to myself, dude, Life is already in 3D. <laughs> You're confused. Yeah, you don't you don't need that. You do not need 3D glasses. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe he thought he could get a neck. He get four dimensions, or he has some kind of medical condition <laughs> where he likes to 
always think he's going to the theater. He wanted to see the unseen side of the world. That's true. Yeah. So part of part of the theater experience is atmosphere. Also, the thing about 3D though is most of the movies now don't actually have 3D in them. They just say it's 3D, and they have like a a bottle of Coke in the corner. It's 3D. It pops out of you. It's like go by now. They're like, what can we do? What's the minimal effort? <laughs> yeah. To make this thing 3D. So we can put that. The logo. Yeah. They want to put 3D on it. Here's my thing. All right. <sighs> <laughs> he did the deliberate I'm, side beforehand. This is going to be deep. I'm always waiting for the thing that's supposed to make it worth the fact I've put these damn glasses on my face. Mm. <laughs> mm. And it's like... It was, never comes. It or, either never comes or it happens. And I'm like... Ah, it's like two seconds. Yeah, it's like a tentacle comes out into the audience. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that was... I don't know. I don't even sure... I, the problem is, is like my brain turns off when that happens. I'm like, I don't get it. it the whole... If the entire movie was constantly in 3d with flying tentacles and weapons my brain could adjust but when it just pops out at me at any like at an opportune moment plus i've been waiting the whole time i just it's just no good what's the name of that one film it's like hardcore sam or something like that the where they filmed it from per, for the first person perspective mm-hmm. yeah i've heard about that when are we gonna get some like some vr movies that's, that's that, the real. That's that would the, be crazy. VR movies is the real 3D movies, probably. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty well, sure. Well, I mean, <clears throat> technically, there is at least one. Mm-hmm. Google made one. That's oh, yeah. right. You can, if you have a VR headset, you can just download oh, it. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to watch that sometime. I watched it. It was, it was like a short, it wasn't really like a full movie, but. Go buy Google products. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah. So that is a thing and probably will be a thing. Maybe not at a movie theater because that's a little challenging, but mm-hmm. yeah. Just uh, chairs with VR in it. Hey, if they could get someone to stick some disgusting VR headset under their face to have a million people inside <laughs> that's of really it. That's really funny. That's Ooh. funny. So are you strictly a popcorn guy? I wouldn't if anything else was worth it. Like it's, oh, nachos. And it's like a tiny little dinky box that you paid twenty dollars yeah. for well may, here's the thing though because the reason it's expensive is because less people will get it mm. so what you got to do is you just keep buying it and the price eventually will go down, it'll go down. It's a good not strategy. for me <laughs> <laughs> maybe if maybe if there was a whole movement behind this perhaps well, but that's what i'm saying we're starting the movement right now you've heard it here get I, your pitchforks i have this. <laughs> we're going to buy some nachos I have this odd thing where I discovered I had a job one day and I could spend money. So when I go to theaters, I just buy whatever I want and oh. I don't even think about it. Yeah, yeah. It's I'll, sort of ridiculous. I'll tell maybe. you the mistake. I'm probably immature, like, you know. Probably the mistake is if you buy a hot dog. Oh. It's like a $4 hot dog. Don't you, do it. You do make a good point, Foz. The $4 is hot dog re- is still not good is and neither the rest, is the nachos. Is the rest of your day worth Wasting away in the bathroom for a four dollar <laughs> dog. Well, right. My, my, I mean, you're right. My problem is, I would probably pay ten dollars for a hot dog if the hot dog was good, but I'm not paying four dollars for a bad hot dog. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm mostly with you on the fact that who cares? Just buy the stuff. Yeah. Well, some of us don't have all if, that much. Money. I understand. If, if you're on a budget, you have a family. That's a whole other thing. Sure. If you're just a single dude with a decent paying job or whatever. Like I went to one of these nice theaters at, at Serve You a Meal. 
It was yeah. on a date. That was like a two hundred dollar. Oh wow. Two hundred dollar. <laughs> wow. Event there, pretty much. It might have been. Falls is cringing. He's like, oh my god. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wanted all the stuff. <sighs> yeah. Wanted the the meal and the drinks and the popcorn. I first discovered those in Austin. There was one in Austin, Texas at the time that was like really novel. And you could drink beer. They bring you beer. Yeah, yeah. It was complicated though because you had like I've wanted chairs, like a button I could and, hit. It's like just send me one of these. Yeah, mm. there's a different button for each food. Rich people. Theaters are the only place <laughs> I ever go to where I sit in a chair that's higher than the chair in front of me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think so. Anyway, there's a few theaters out there. You actually get a recliner. I've been oh, to those. I've too. been to one like luxury seating recliner. It's very nice. There's um, somewhere the recliners are in the top deck and then the regular chairs in the bottom, depending on what you pay. I've mm. been to a theater where the screen was actually a dome on top of the ceiling and you just lean back and lay down and watch the movie. The IMAX dome? Yeah. Is that the IMAX? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, my point is is that you have two classes now. You get to be in the, the high one. So you're like, look at those people down there. So it's better <laughs> to be up top, you're saying. Well, mostly because of the cushy chair. Also, you can look down. I'm actually a, I'm actually a front row guy. You front row guy? I like to be blown away by my movie experience. You like to I want to be break sensory. your neck by looking up. It's bigger, it's bigger than reality. I just dig in. I just I lower my butt all the way to the front of the chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I prop my neck like right in the section. You know, different chairs are different, but basically, I just get my head cocked back. Are you, Are you a feet on the chair type of guy? Feet on a chair, like a on the like back of the chair, cross legged, or ah, uh, yeah, actually, I will take you out. Yeah, we'll, we'll take you out. That's the if worst. You ever put your feet on the back of my chair. Well, that's the thing. If you're a feet <laughs> on the chair guy, you got to sit somewhere where nobody's in front. Yeah, of you. otherwise you're you're looking a, to start a, some. If you're in a packed theater, you can't be a feet on the chair guy. Now, if it's a packed theater, I'll usually go for the uh, the I, alleyway between the two sections. If I pull in a parking lot and it's more than half full, I'm going back home. <laughs> That's just a start right there. I'll come back either. I'll either come back at 11 p.m. or 11 a.m. I don't give a damn. I'm not watching that movie with other people on me. Now, question anywhere, for you. my back, my side. How dare they breathe your air? Say, <laughs> Foz, say you're given just a bunch of money. Can you recreate recreate this experience at home? Hmm. hmm. I don't know, man. That's tough. It's tough, right? A bunch of money. Is there a limit to the money? There's here? so much that goes into a theater. Let's say there's no limit. Hmm. I still don't know. I mean, you can get a projector. You'd you can have get to a projector hire screen. A, you'd have to hire a theater architect. <laughs> That's true. You have to build the thing again. They like they have like acoustic how big, panels. How big does the theater need it, to be? If you it just doesn't have, need to be that if, big. Even if you just have a big house in your room and you take all the stuff out of a theater and put it in there, it's not going to be the same. It's got to be. Like, you talk the air conditioner, air conditioner, the, the height of the ceiling and the lighting, the way that the echoes in the room, the curtains, the way they bounce off or whatever you know, sound prevention stuff. The running lights. The running lights. The 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 um, elevated I seating. I probably wouldn't be able to do it at home but if there was a like a, a building that was up for sale that was big enough mm. that i could rent out or do something with i could now just... you're talking about more money than i was talking about oh okay yeah, you're just not... talking it can be remade at home i've been in some really nice home not theaters. the same it's scale but it's tough i've been in some nice home theaters it depends but it's not the on same. how big the the room is yeah i feel like the um audio equipment in a theater might be the most expensive thing yeah mm. yeah i mean that stuff is like blows me out 
I think it's a matter of recreating the environment. That would be tough. They also they leave the lights on way too long. Yeah. Turn them off. Mm-hmm. I want to be in, ensconced in darkness. I want to enter the abyss. Yeah, and all the commercials. I I, I, I get there late to avoid those. Mm. Because I always see a bunch of movies I would rather be seeing than the one I'm watching. It's disappointing. <laughs> but in reality, those movies are probably bad too. And when I get, when I'm like, oh yeah, I remember I saw the preview for that uh, a year ago. I'm going to go watch it and I go watch that. And I'm like, but this, the, if you're in a group, it's just an endless if you're in a cycle. Group, getting there at the start of the commercials can be good because that's your one chance throughout the whole movie to get all of your riffing out. So. Uh, yeah, you do like to riff. Yeah. Talking trash to each other. Oh, I do love to talk trash about the characters. I, I've sat next to Foz in a, fo- a few movies, and he'll try to riff on these trailers, and I just ignore him. It's yeah. terrible because then it gets into the movie, and I haven't gotten it out. He'll do that thing. He'll tap on your, your shoulder, and you lean your ear in. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> That's what I think. <clears throat> Good one. <laughs> Do you ever laugh at the wrong times in a movie? <laughs> yeah. Well, I attribute that to everybody else in the room not getting the joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I do that all the time. No, it's there's sometimes during like an action movie where it's just way over the top. It's like, no, oh, wait, that was not funny. No one else, no one else laughs. And I'm just sitting there, but... His, he exploded. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking There's about. There's a scene in the movie Twister where this dude gets launched <clears throat> out of a fire truck. <laughs> 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 that sounds great. I was the only one laughing. It's not a funny movie or a funny part. Oh, of I definitely thought that was a comedy. <laughs> That's a comedic movie if yeah. there ever was one. <laughs> Twister. I definitely saw it in the theater. And I lived in Oklahoma when it came out. Oh, so snap. Even doubled down. We all ran out of theater saying we're going to chase some tornadoes. <laughs> but then there weren't any. <laughs> Wait, why are we doing theaters? We could, do, she could be talking about storm chasers. Oh, that's true. <laughs> That'll be next topic. <laughs> All right. Well, you, do, do you guys have that, though, where you watch a movie in the theater? See, I feel like things have changed because now we have so many movies all the time in our face because of computers. Mm-hmm. But I definitely remember going to the theater We're and, spoiled. like, me and my friends, whatever we just watched, we would be that for, mm. like, an hour. You know, yeah, sure. Like, in, like you know, if it's a lot of bravado, you're like, ah, yeah, let's go. Oh yeah, let's go start a street scuffle <laughs> or whatever. You know, I mean, maybe do- I was like, I'm gonna become a doctor now. Maybe I was like that when I was younger, but now when I get done with a movie, it's like, okay. No, nah, I still do it. I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> it still infects me. Whatever it was, if it's good, I mean, if it's a good movie. Well. When did theaters become color? You're pointing at me. Sorry. I'm pointing at the computer. I want to see how long this has gone. When did theaters become color? Um, I believe I did see something in here. It said something about chroma. Well, I imagine that would be somewhere around the 1930s to 19... Well, not 1930s. Somewhere around 1950s. 50s. They did Technicolor. I don't know if that was hand-painted black and white images or something. I'm, I'm really making that up, I think. Hmm. Well, I don't see the answer in front of me. I'm the sure other, it is there. The other reason why I sit on the front row is because my legs are long. Yeah. 
I don't want to bang into other people. Plus, you got so many options, especially if you're showing up late. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Color came out. Who knows? Doesn't say. I would imagine somewhere in the 1950s. It's just buried in the wiki page somewhere. Color. Like, are you saying when it color first became a thing, or when it? All when right. It was, here we uh, go. The golden era of 3D film began in the early 1950s with the release of the first color stereoscopic feature. Ah. Does that mean it's a 3D? First color is 3D. Stereoscopic is 3D. So that was the first 3D. Well, it says the Magic Lantern shows had color. That's true. But But those were hand-drawn things. Theater movies were black and white for a while, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't even get the point of the ticket person. Yeah, you already paid. The, what do you verify? Well, I mean, just like they're going to tear the ticket and hand it back to me. I'm like, just take the ticket and throw it away, I guess. Yeah. Is it just tradition? That means you can't come back and use it again? I mean, it's just... A, I think it's tradition. She's marking it off, uh, but also they're verifying that you paid and, oh, now you can get in and out of the theater or whatever. Right. Making sure you don't have a gun on you. I don't Uh, think they do that in my theater. They do an ocular pat down. Yeah. (laughs) Ocular pat down. I love that. (laughs) What about leaving the theater like late? And then there's that like side alley. You got to, not the side alley, but the, there's like the rope walkway. You got to go out. That's not the way you came in. Yeah. And you feel like when you're coming in, you're like, you're special. I get turned around. But when you get, when you go out, you're like, no, go out the side door. Yeah. We don't want to see you when we're done with you. You're no longer important to us. You're you're not welcome anymore. Right. And you walk out and the, the parking lot's empty now. Mm-hmm. Just you and other people. Yeah. And you're hoping that they don't try to have a conversation with you about the movie you just saw. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Shut up. Let me take my interpretation. The only conversation that needs to happen was, what do you think? Or what did you think of it? And then the only answer is, it's good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not good. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's a lot in this wiki article, but I don't think we can cover it all. There's just too much. Yeah, that's some, that's some homework for you, wiki lickers. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. I like the idea of the like big marquee signs out front. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are neat. It's got a specific look to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's all tacky. Fun and stuff's going to happen in a tacky <laughs> way. Fun stuff's going to happen. Inside this building. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're starting to reach that point in time. So, any final thoughts on movie theaters? Well, do you do you mind just reading the headings before we get through? Just just so we can cover the entirety of the wiki page. I mean, or or some of the major headings. All right. So, yeah, uh, we did history, mm-hmm. design. There's programming, presentation, pricing, and admission. Controversies. Ooh. Ooh, controversies. Let's go look at controversies. Controversies. Let's get down to it. Controversies. It lists off several things in here. Uh, Advertising. Uh, Some moviegoers complain about commercial advertising shorts played before films, arguing that their absence used to be one of the main advantages of going to the movie theater. Oh, good point. Other critics, such as Roger Ebert, 
have expressed concerns that these advertisements, plus an excessive number of movie trailers, could lead to pressure to restrict the preferred length of the films themselves to facilitate playing schedules. So far, the theater companies have typically been highly resistant to these complaints, citing the need for the supplementary income. Some chains such as Famous Players and AMC Theaters have compromised with the commercials restricted to be to being shown before the scheduled start time for the trailers and feature film individual theaters with and within a chain or also sometimes adopt this policy well i get what we're yeah i get all that so it, it, they make a good point though i think the only time i ever see a commercial almost is either if I catch it like on a screen at a bar or a restaurant or if I'm in a theater. Because when I watch movies at home, I'm watching on a service that doesn't have commercials. Yeah, right. It's almost weird. Yeah. That, you know, we we don't like commercials. No. Yeah, no one likes commercials. No one likes commercials. We need ad block for real life. Ooh. Oh, man. Ooh. Ooh. Put that in your glasses. Yeah. All right. So next controversy is loudness. Another major reason... Cons- Recent concern is that dramatic improvements in stereo sound systems and subwoofer systems have led to cinemas playing the soundtracks of film at an unacceptably high volume level. Mm, I can kind of get that. I guess so, yeah. There's no, is there a way to turn it down, though? <laughs> Not in your own ears. Mm-hmm. The sound is, well, you can put earplugs in. So, okay, sound. What's ne- What else? Uh, copyright piracy it talks about people bringing cameras into the theaters and recording the movie. You wouldn't, um, 3d print a car. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't download a car. Yes, oh, that's, I would. <laughs> no, that's what, that's what it was. Someone wanted to try 3d print a car the other day <laughs> to down, you know, it says some theaters have detectors at the doors to pick up recording smugglers at particularly anticipating shows. Theaters may employ night vision to, Night vision equipment to detect working camera during the screening in some jurisdictions. Theaters now employ SWAT Team 6. Mm. Uh, another controversy is crowd control. As movie theaters have grown into multiplexes and megaplexes, crowd control has become a major concern. An overcrowded megaplex can be rather unpleasant, and in an emergency, can be extremely dangerous. Never lock the doors of uh, the theater. Apparently, mm-hmm. shouting fire in a crowded theater is. A standard example in the American English of limits of free speech. Hmm. So do not shout fire. Right. Inciting a riot or. Mm-hmm. Well, it can be interpreted as, interpreted as the intent to cause harm. Okay. The most well known measure is the ubiquitous holdout line, which prevents ticket holders for the next showing of the weekend's most popular movie from entering the building until their particular auditorium has been cleared out and cleaned. Since the 1980s, some theater chains, especially AMC theaters, have developed a policy of co-locating their theaters in shopping centers. Okay. I think we covered all that's Yeah. None of those controversies are really that shocking. That all sounds like... And the other two are refund the snack prices. Oh, well. You know what the deal is, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. I did, I did watch The Fly with my parents. Oh. Oh, in 1983. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So at that time, that was a very graphically shocking movie. You should have just stayed with Aliens. We saw that too, actually. Well, you should have just stayed with that. But No one needs to watch The Fly. No, everyone left the theater angry. 
Really? Pretty much everyone. And I'm from a very kind oh, of... Oh, because con- it was too much? It was kind of gross looking? I, I think so. I don't remember the exact context, but it was. I think it was mostly they were grossed out. Um, I just specifically remember that. And people were asking for refunds. I'm like, oh. you can't can't get your money back because you didn't like it. That's Everybody's got the same, you know, mm. potential. F- yeah. I, I don't want to see a Sandra Bullock movie, but if I go in <laughs> and I don't like it, I'm not going to ask for a refund. I don't know. Some of her movies are good. <laughs> I guess. Sandy the Bull, I call her. <laughs> All right. So the last two sections are intimacy, cinema, and the movie theater chains. Is intimacy supposed to be about people who go into movie theaters and start getting groovy? Well, it's heavy petting. Just a brief sentence on that. Even prior to the invention of motion pictures, the darkened auditorium of opera houses were associated with physical intimacy between couples. Back row shenanigans. Wink, wink. Is the side row or the back row better? Just Probably the seems like back, the back side, the back side, the corner, the protagonist, <laughs> yeah. as they call them. I wonder if there's like a training like diagram for theater workers. <laughs> oh, this, spot. Is, this is the hot zone. <laughs> Just don't even go over there. <laughs> <laughs> Not without like a a water gun or something. <laughs> Spray bottle. <laughs> no, <laughs> bad. How do you think they call it, Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I've wondered about that before. They came out there with the spray gun. Mm. Well, in like all, super soaker. Also, like, just I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it seems like they just let him go. Like, all right, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly what he's doing. But. Knock it off. Yeah. No, don't knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> Bad choice of words. Whatever right. you're doing, stop. Wrap right. it up. Well, it, are we at the end? Yeah, we're at the end. Well, I love theaters. Theaters are quite nice. I, I recommend trying all your theaters in your city. Different times of day. Same day. Or at the same day. Mm-hmm. Do a little tour. Take you know, just sleep in one. Just bring your blanket and stay in there. All right. That has been our talk on movie theaters. theaters. Movie theaters specifically. Yeah. Um, we are going to create a Magic Lantern showing for our local patrons right mm-hmm. yeah no come to my backyard backyard showing magic we'll be using a bonfire and show you at this bitch was dead like a lighter and just <laughs> a lighter a and puppets <laughs> <laughs> this is our interpretation of magic lantern all right well that was wiki liquors and have an appropriate fun time at appropriate times all right goodness that was so wrong <laughs> <laughs>